Curling Day in Canada, everybody. We've got Giselle Sear and Ed Sear of Team Sear on the podcast today. So how are you doing, guys? Pretty good, thanks. Pretty good. Cheers. Happy to be here. Happy Cheers. Curling Day in Canada. Absolutely. And we came and we have uh, Dave Kipp and Chris Howard. Um, and Chris, you were on the Peterborough trip, right? And Chris, Dave was on the I Peterborough was. trip and Kip was not on the Peterborough trip. So um, anyway, uh, Giselle... Uh, Got us all back together by writing the story for the Curling Day in Canada uh, contest, which we're now a solid third place, which is awesome out of 153 stories. So tell us why you did the story. Well, it's funny because it was a Saturday night and I was just playing with my phone and I saw this thing about Curling Canada and I thought there was a contest to write a story. And I love writing, but I've never really written a story before. And just out of the blue, it was Saturday night, pretty late, and I thought, oh, my God, that day in Peterborough with you folks there. I said, that is an amazing story. i got to write it down, but it, it involves so much. And I said, how do I combine that, in, you know, to make it a short story? I don't want it too big. So I, um, I've moved about 10 times the last few years. So I went out and tried to dig into my bins, find the pictures, 
And there's more pictures, but I only found the one of you in the kilt, <laughs> uh, Jack. And then I found um, the letters. The letters were really important because I wanted to read those letters. And there was two emails as well that were sent. And um, one of the, the letters, I believe, was from you, Jack. And the other letter was from the designated driver. Yeah, from Jerry. Yeah. Our moral beacon. Yeah. So then I, I decided, well, I started scratching some notes and then I thought, well, how the heck do I ever, I got to get your permission to put your picture and your name in there. So how do I find you now? So I Googled Jack Griffin because your name is at the bottom of the letter. And um, there we go. I, I found that you were somehow involved in somewhere in California, manager. <laughs> Sorry, I don't remember what for. That's okay. But I, then I saw your work email address. I so said, let's give it a try. And of course, you came right back. And then um, you mean, I really wanted to send the story as soon as possible. So I spent a full day doing all this plus writing. And then it all came together really, really nicely. And then I sent it. But I wish I had more information after I connected with you about the seer card you had with your signature, <laughs> which was just blew me away. Yeah. And one of you folks wrote, like, called yourself the seer team. Yep, that's Dave. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> that was just blew me away too. Like two two things and it. What, what a coincidence. So, and then I thought this is great. And it just evolved from there. So it just grew, grew. So the funny thing was, so the Giselle sent the email to the generic city hall email box and so like four people saw it before i saw it <laughs> and we're trying to decide whether or not yeah i think no? so, yeah no but it was um but it was hilarious because a few they, you know they forwarded to me i'm like um we're not sure if this is like legit or if someone's you know what, what this is about I'm like oh no this is totally legit don't worry about it but um that uh, was that was great so yeah so um so dave can tell the story but we in our COVID hockey season, we decided to change all our team names for a year. And we said that they had to be trip based. Um, oh, so good. all of the trips we've done. And so Dave picked team Sear as his team name. So Jack, I, I picked team Sear thinking that Jack probably had already picked it. So I had some backups ready <laughs> and I figured when I proposed team Sear, he's like, you got it. And I'm like, I thought you were going to take it and I was ready to give it up. So, uh, cause I think he's more representative of team Sear than I am. Isn't that funny? <laughs> I think we're all representative of it in some way. It was just such an amazing day and night. I'm amazed you just Googled Jack Griffin and actually found him. Yeah, it's not like the least common name. <laughs> no. If you yeah. knew, if you knew how computer literate she was, you would be really amazed. <laughs> <laughs> Shush. <laughs> don't tell my secrets no that, that's too funny when when you came up i thought oh my god and i think there was a picture of you as well yeah there's and yeah there's i think that really helped but i did i wanted to make sure you know yeah, no it was great so ed you were the skip of uh the original team seer um and i don't i don't know if dave or chris i don't remember what the results of that bond spiel were do you remember what the results of the bond spiel was that day i do i do i don't even remember i do i wasn't drinking as much as you guys were um no one what happened no is, is this is interesting now how far is this uh, podcast gonna go oh we just we have no holds barred worldwide <laughs> yep worldwide this for yourself right we have, no we have listeners in we've had listeners in germany and singapore singapore the philippines okay 
Nice. Well, what happened is um, <laughs> Edward was playing against the um, pre the president of the curling club that day, and she is very, very competitive, great curler and everything. And but when she found out that she was playing against Team Sear, she was worried because they're really good. They they are really good, and. Um, and you folks kept on showing sign and cheering for Team Sear, and then everybody on the ice couldn't figure out what the heck is going on, right? And uh, anyway, but she won the game. Edward lost, and I think it was a good thing. <laughs> I think it was a really good thing because there may have been some distraction at the back that could have caused them to lose. It's, it was just a fun spiel, but some people get very, very competitive, and, and uh, Donna was a very, very competitive woman, and she's a good curler. And I was glad she won. She came out and gave you folks pins. And uh, well, that was your—you're the one who was responsible for that. I, I know that for a fact. Well, I asked her. I mean, you did. I, I just asked her. I explained to who were, who you were and and what you're doing. And then I said, you know, I said, why don't we give him a, a pin? And she agreed right away. <laughs> but I couldn't do it myself. I, I mean, she handles uh, you know the finance stuff with the club, I guess, and. And, you know, what she can do being the president. So it was really, really cool that she went out and did that. So right. if you had beat her, though, she might not have let us back on later that night and actually curled. She might have been kind of angry about that. <laughs> if she would have lost. Maybe. <laughs> no, I, I think this was really neat because um, you folks were so into it. Like, you were gambling. You were freaking out. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was amazing. You put two dollars down and whatever, and then you were also trying to figure out who's going to throw the closest rock. It didn't, it didn't make sense in the way of the curling part. Oh, of course no. not. So no, 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 no. It never does. So we were we were drawing numbers out of a hat to see how many stones would get in the house, and uh, that yeah, that was that was the. Because people were asking us who we were gambling on, and we're like, "Oh no, we're just gambling on how many how many uh, stones right. get in the house." So me and Jerry, well, let me tell a story. I'm sorry. Me and Jerry were to the me and Jerry were to the side. We were on the one side, and I'm sitting there and I'm asking him because he's our moral beacon. I'm like, "On, I'm like, how many people do you think the people in here are amused by the crazy drunk Americans or annoyed?" And uh, and Jerry was like, well, these two guys next to us, you know, these old timers, they're completely amused. He goes, but I'm not sure everyone is. And he pointed at the at the president of the curling club. And she just seemed to be like, when are these guys ever leaving? Which and so it amazed me that we got back in because, you know, and, and it was right about then that Jack started banging on the glass and like, oh, no, yeah, because he got he got the right about it, things in the house. And that's when Jerry went. Yeah, I think it's time to go. And he told those guys, and we started to walk out. And I went looking. I was going to go thank you, Giselle, uh, uh, Giselle. And you walked over to the president, and you like got us the pins. And it, after we got presented the pins, I went up to Jack, and I'm like, going, I don't know what you're planning on doing with those five tickets, but you should invite Giselle and maybe her, her, uh, her uh, you know, team to the game because she's treated us so well this entire day, put up with us and, you know, showed us the game. And he's like, you know what? That's a great idea. And that's oh when, uh, you know, and I think I, as I was putting on my coat, I told you come with an appetite because we're going to have food. And you said, you don't have to need to do all that. I'm like, no, it comes with a box. We, I didn't know that, that we knew it was pizza, but we were like, you know, and so you came and I, you know, I was figured it's a Saturday night. I didn't think you'd even like actually come to the game, but, uh, Oh my god! Yeah, I love I love when you watch the pizza a lot. And when you offered the tickets, 
because oh my god, I want to go, and I was hoping somebody else would come. I just didn't want Tracy go too. Tracy went. Um, I think the bartender went. Yeah, Katie. Tracy went. And somebody's Dave Walker went. Yes, went. yes, there Dave were, went. You took all the tickets, so that was great. Yeah, and um, Megan, Megan. Okay, so everyone but me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you lost. Yeah, that's right. We were feeling shame at that point. <laughs> so that's okay. I didn't want my son there anyway. <laughs> no, it was it was uh, it was fabulous, and I've never ever before or afterwards sit in a box for watching hockey. Oh wow! And I've oh, been to we're high rollers, yeah. <laughs> and I've never had fans cheer as hard for a curling game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just—I mean, it's so amazing that we plopped ourselves down right in front of where you guys were curling. And you guys were so open to the whole craziness that we got once we were there for an hour or so. Because I think the first hour or so, we were trying to figure out what was going on. And then um, Dave discovered they had Rickard Dread on tap. And so that, you know, he was like, we're not leaving here ever. Um, and, uh, and, and just. But, but it, was, it was interesting because I just showed up in the morning to just watch some of Edward's games. And the phone rang and Katie was busy at the bar. So I thought, well, I'll pick up the phone, right? Because I'm an employee. I'm also a bartender there. And then I've been on the board of director at some point or another. And um, I picked up the phone and I, I thought it was strange. Somebody wanted to come and watch some curling. But I thought somebody was calling just to curl as well. I said, well, we got an event going on. It's a bond spiel. And, um, I, I, and I think it was you, Jack. And then the question was, was well, do you guys have a bar? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> And then, yeah, we have a bar. You could sit down and watch some curling. You're more than welcome to come over. And it was it was hilarious. And then I didn't know. I'd forgotten all about it. Then suddenly you folks all arrived. And I got, well, I, I tried to introduce you a little bit about the game. I said, but I'm curl I'm watching my son curl. I said, if you watch that, want to watch that game, you're more than welcome. Or there's other games going on. And you decide to choose Sears game. <laughs> <laughs> Worked out perfect. Was yeah. that the biggest bar bill in club history <laughs> well it was a pretty good bar bill i think but you know what it's funny you're saying that because i don't think you guys were um like you weren't loud you weren't well you were having fun but you weren't drunk or anything and you were you were well behaved because there's no way myself i would have called the president at the end of the hockey game and asked you folks to come back to curl because all we had an accident and and i'd be responsible because initiating it so i told her that you know nobody was drunk or anything because we had to make sure and she agreed with it then i called the uh, saturday night curling um they had the saturday night uh, what was it called um it's a funny uh, for people to learn how to curl and, and they come in and have fun and um a couple of instructors stayed as well to help just to show you how to curl. Oh, it was great when we went back and there was a crew there, I mean, to help us out. It was fantastic. I, but I, I, you know, some of the highlight for me was, I don't know, halfway through the second period of the hockey game, we're, we were, you were, you guys were sitting in the seats and we we're back there and we got, we, we've got to go back and curl. We just got to go back and curl. <laughs> and, and, we're, and, and, you know, how do we, get, how do we pull this off? And then I plop down next to you, Giselle, between the second and the third period. I'm like, how do we do this? How do we do this? And you, and I, you were hesitant and you should have been. And then when you said, well, you got to wear my kilt, I'm like, absolutely. That's a done deal. No problem. We're in. And I think my, my immediate yes kind of, made it impossible for you to say no. And then when you picked up the phone and called the president, that was fantastic. So yeah. it was and then, um, just awesome. Then I think that you called Ginny 
your wife, and mm-hmm. I spoke to her a little bit on the phone and oh, that's told right. her I forgot where you built, and then you're going to go back to the club. That was that was so funny. It was it's so wonderful. I mean, do you remember the, the two story. guys? Do you remember the two guys that came into the locker room? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and one of them was not happy. No, I thought so. Uh, there was some issues the next day, but uh, we won't get. Into it. <laughs> oh no! Well, we, we I had to get, get into to my locker and get my kilt and bring it to you. Right. And I remember walking in there and there was obviously it was everything was fine, safe. And uh, then I just gave you the kilt. And I think there was another girl with me. I'm not sure if it was Katie. We tried to help you just to tie the, yeah, kilt. the safety was, pin thing. And it, this is the kilt, by the way. Hang on. Hang on. Whoa. I'm wearing it today. Wow. <laughs> that was a kilt you were wearing. <laughs> so if we had the YouTube channel, uh, Giselle standing on the chair showing off the kilt. That's hilarious. That's great. <laughs> well, I had to wear it for today because I said you got to see it again. <laughs> Absolutely, that's great. So how did you get in trouble? Bangles. Like, what did you get in trouble for? Well, it was it was I didn't get in trouble, but um, there was somebody there from the Saturday Night Curling that thought that everybody was drunk, that I was drunk, that I was in the I, man, was, I was in the man's change room and the whole shebang, and it was out of hand, and and then. <laughs> Everybody else, no word of a lie, supported me. And um, that, I mean, that one person, um, unfortunately, likes to complain a lot. And uh, it's sad, but uh, it got, it got, I I don't want to really say anything sad, but it it got, you know, everything was fine. Everything was fine after that. It was quite the scandal that they're probably still talking about. (laughs) Well, the next morning is, is the junior curling. And I always go and try to help out with junior. And um, I ended up by going to curl the next morning with a bunch of juniors because they were short of a few people. They were having a small bond spiel. And the rumor was about what happened the night before that, you know, that's where apparently the rumor had spread it. It was not so good because of drunks and whatever. And I just made it clear, guys, come on, this was safe. Everybody was fine and we wouldn't have done it. And even the instructor agreed. So... Anyway, it was just a but, little bit of politics, you know, well, typical. Well, and it's in the newspaper what, what now. What happens right? in so. Petersburg stays in Petersburg. <laughs> I missed that part of the article. Yeah. Well, you know, I skipped that one because we had to make the story short, yeah, right? There's a word limit. <laughs> anyway, no, I was. It was. It was all good, and and uh, the story for the longest time, I, I just wow, I just feels like what happened. This was wonderful. And it's, it's so my- funny that you wrote that story because like we, in our league, we talk about that trip and that day of that trip being the best trip we've ever had. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's awesome, whatever. But the fact that you guys remembered us is insane. Oh, like, God. That's crazy. <laughs> How can we forget? <laughs> and, you know, Edward has been curling since he's a little boy. He's done a lot of incredible competition and the boys that he curled with when he was in juniors they're on tv tomorrow they're on tv with the briar okay some of his best friend that he curled with in the juniors um so i've cheered edward on for years and years and there's so many stories i could talk about but for some reason I, I just, you guys came, were the first people in my mind, and I know I could talk a lot about stories about my son and curling, but I wanted something fun, something exciting, and something that I'm not truly, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, 
Love you. Something that totally um, be careful what you say. About curling in Canada, the curling day in Canada, because that's was the, the the thing, curling day in Canada. And the fact that you folks came knew nothing about curling except for your friend who didn't make the 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 event that year. And I thought it was perfect. It, it was just perfect in my mind. It was. Did you have to talk the president into letting us come back? Because I remember looking at Jerry and saying, "Does she have short term memory loss or something?" Because she really she didn't seem you know. I mean, she didn't seem mad, but she. Definitely, I didn't think she wanted us back there. No, actually, I think you're wrong. I'm sorry, I think, but I, I think you underestimate how yeah. rowdy curling clubs get. She, she's a wonderful <laughs> okay. person, but she's more on a serious base, and she was a president, and she, she's a she's a serious person, and I think no, absolutely not. She okay. was wonderful. She totally loved it, and she she let you come back that evening. Um, I think she she's just a more of a serious person. Okay. You yeah, because we and Jerry were thinking we'll never be invited back here again. <laughs> you know? Well, if you would have lost, that may have been a different story. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the, the story may, may not have been written. <laughs> so we, we, we wanted to ask a couple questions about curling since now we've uh, got a chance. So um, first off, Edward, um, I'm going to share the screen because uh, when I looked you up, I saw a bunch of stuff and I want to I want to make sure I understand it. So you're, this is you, right? Um, yeah, that's me. So <laughs> what are all these different teams? So, <laughs> so they, the way that they, this website runs is they, they, uh, they just keep a record of all the teams you play on okay. every year. So this is the team that I'm on this year, although we have never actually met each other yet. And I, I've played with Mark the skip before, and I played against the other two a lot, but we had planned to play together this year because I was moving back to Ontario and then COVID happened and every single event was canceled. So we haven't actually played at all this year, but, um, then you, you keep scrolling back. It's just all the different teams that I've right. played on. Cause I move around a lot. Okay. So your mom said that you won the national. What's that? So, uh, the Canadian university sport organization. So basically NCAA, NCAA for Canada, wow. um, has, curling as a, a varsity sport and I played for Waterloo with Jake the same person that I played with then we both went to Waterloo and uh in 2012 we went to nationals we qualified for nationals and we lost the final to uh Alberta Botcher you may yeah, see Botcher on TV the skip of that team where that team is essentially Brendan Botcher's team now who is playing at the Briar and then we went back to Kamloops 2013 round two and we played the same team in the final and we beat them the second year so we, we ended up winning the nationals in 2013 but it's it's like a varsity sport nationals and that's that's now my claim to fame wow. so the better that that botcher team does because like, they've been in the briar from the our men's national final three years in a row the better that they do i'm like to me that's absolutely that's when you lose it the best you you raise it <laughs> yeah. you know i've never made it to the briar and and it seemed like to me he was at the wrong place at the wrong time because when he was in juniors and he was doing so well with his team, and this was with Matt Cam, who is now second on John Epping's team, the top, uh, actually he was one at one point the top in the world, and um, now I think he's second in the world. I'm not sure what the stand standings are. And there was Matt Cam, and then there was um, uh, Dave Mathers, who now plays for Glenn Howard. Those were all on his junior team, but Edward was too old, so he had to leave the team. 
So these kids played, and the next year they made it to the Nationals. They replaced Edward by Scott Howard, who's Glenn Howard's son. So, and they made it to the Nationals. So it seemed like sometimes I feel like, boy, you're at the wrong place at the wrong time. And that's what happens in curling, right? (laughs) So when you curled in New Brunswick, did you curl in Moncton? Uh, no, I, I lived in Fredericton because I worked at the yeah. university in, uh, in Fredericton and I curled with a team out of Fredericton. Um, I just joined as an alternate my first year there. And then the next year I decided to, with two of the guys on the team and we uh, formed our own team with another person that was uh, looking for a team. So then I skipped for two years. We had like more fun than anyone should. Uh, <laughs> I feel like, and it coincided with, I don't know, how worldwide this is going but canada in 2017 2018 uh legalized nationally the <laughs> consumption of marijuana so that year my team did a lot of <laughs> and they were a lot younger they were very young so that was a very interesting fun year for curling <laughs> very different uh so, so yeah, when you form on the east coast so have you ever seen the show trailer park boys yeah yeah it's, it's that essentially yeah <laughs> So when you form a curling team, is it like forming a band? You like kind of get a lead singer, you get the bassist, you get the guitar player, the drums. Yeah, you you need to form that that uh, that combination of skill set. You can't just have four drummers. You can't have four guitarists. You need to have someone who has that that unique skill in every position, and that's kind of how you mesh. Because if you have two people that are trying to be the lead guitarist, it's just not going to work. That was kind of my first year that I was there. Um, but then, yeah, the like, next years were there. It was tons of fun. Those four guys are great. So you have friends curling at this briar? Yeah, a few. Um, former teammates and then a lot of people that I played against. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm willing to bet those guys have never been on an American podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. I know yeah. some of them Some of them have been, uh, played down at the – I know Matt's played down at the Continental Cup that's been in Vegas the last few years. Yeah. Um, so I'm not to do – shows and stuff like that down there but uh are you familiar with the continental cup in las vegas no but no. it's not very far away from me so I'll okay, have to go so you'll look it up online and uh you'll see it's it's um yeah so every every uh yeah. year it's only been going on for the last five or six years they started a new event and it was basically like the like the rider cup in golf yeah um so you have north america versus the world Mm-hmm. So there'd be two Canadian teams and a U.S. team versus uh, essentially three European teams. And then they would play a bunch of different events. So there's three of each gender, men and women. And then they would play skins. They'd play regular curling games. They'd play mix. They'd play doubles. All these events worth different amounts of points. And at the end, it was just whatever North America or world had the most points would win the overall event. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. It's just a big, huge party essentially it's Vegas. Um, in, in an arena yeah so it, and it the last few years has been hosted in uh las vegas and now it's going to alternate every year between somewhere in canada and las vegas and go back and forth every year las vegas is a big big success when they do it because yeah. they fill up the place and, and it's perfect time because it happens in, the, in january i believe and everybody wants to go to las vegas in january if you're canadian right so um <laughs> it's it's a good it's a good venue and it, it's very successful yeah well Right. Yeah. Next time it's there, we should go. You should. <laughs> and and when Edward quickly, I'm I'm gonna quickly ask a question. If you folks know, when he talked about skins, and he talked about doubles, are you folks familiar with those? Well, we think nope. we, we know golf skins, but we don't know that they mean the same thing in curling. 
it's similar. So in curling, maybe you, maybe you don't know, but how the scoring system works, like uh, you score points by having rocks closest to the button. In skins, every end is just worth a certain number of points. Typically in curling skins, maybe like golf skins is worth an amount of money. And to win that end, however many money, however much money or points that's worth, <laughs> you have to either score two points with your last rock or with the hammer, or you have to steal one point. And if you don't, it carries over to the next end, just like in golf. If you don't outshoot the opponent, it carries over. Did we invent this in February of 2007 and you guys have co-opted it since then? <laughs> I mean, it's been around, it's been around for quite a while. It's a, lot of, uh, a lot of casinos actually yeah. have hosted skins competitions wow. in curling. Uh, previously, but it's become. I wish it had actually been more popular. I think skins play is way more fun than regular curling. Okay. I have a question for teams here. Have you ever, when you lived in Peterborough, did you ever go to the canoe museum? I don't think I have. I've been. The canoe. How was it? The canoe museum. Have you been there? No, but we. That was the choice that day. Go to the <laughs> canoe museum or go to your <laughs> curling club. <laughs> Well, you would have loved what we missed out here. on. You would have loved it. That's priceless. I, I love that. Um, you would have loved the canoe museum. It's a do great they, do place. Do they have a bar? I was going to say, do they have a bar? Um, it's different. It's different, but it's it, you would have seen amazing stuff. Um, a lot I of canoes. The history behind it, and it's all volunteers that work there. And uh, it's funny. But you would have been seven, very seven zero. We uh, voted on the on the curling yeah, club was, over the canoe museum. So uh, you know, you were I, 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 was curling. I don't think the canoe museum was licensed. <laughs> no, you would probably spend a bit of time there, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I think you it's guys. Beautiful. Were, I think it was a five-two <laughs> vote before the. Then we figured out there was a bar, and then it went to seven-zero very quickly. So. <laughs> when you when you first drove up to the Peterborough Curling Club, did you kind of think you maybe you went to the wrong place? Absolutely, like an, an industrial. <laughs> garage and you're like what is this tin building yep. I, I i thought it looked awesome because there was tons of cars there <laughs> yeah. and i'm like well this is happening but <laughs> it looks like a where, but you're right it looked like a warehouse building yeah, yeah. so most curling clubs and most curling clubs they look like that they just look like a yeah. municipal garage and you think you're going this is where all the dump trucks go to salt the roads or something <laughs> it's actually used to be a church <laughs> And if you went on the other side, I don't think you had the opportunity, but on the other side of where the bar was, there's a hall there. It's a big, big hall. And it's interesting because it is, it used to be a church and where the bar is upstairs where you guys would order your beer, that used to be the altar. Oh, where. Wow. Anyway, it's, it's the history. And then I'm, I'm sorry, but sometime you're curling and you miss your shot, you say the F word. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's appropriate or not saying that in the church, but anyway. Well, you can say it on the podcast, so it's okay. There's three Hail Marys, it's all good. <laughs> it's, it's, sad, but it, it's just it's beautiful venue, beautiful venue. And they built that, I think it was 1982, that the curling club downtown burned. And they built that, and they used the bricks, all the bricks from the building to build the bar that's down below that you probably wouldn't have seen. I kind of, I remember, I remember looking this up after you reached, touch base with me and I was I so yeah. the old curling club building was a brick building right it was a yeah 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 okay. yeah so we so. should have probably made uh Tim say like three Hail Marys after yeah. he tooted exactly <laughs> <laughs> now going back to the canoe museum I just got to share a quick story it's funny <laughs> one one night uh, my husband and I were walking and we took her all at, on the railroad trail and we packed we were going to see the uh, chef of the 
Peterborough Curling Club, who we good friends, and we're going to have uh, a few beers with them. So we packed a bag full of beers. He didn't know we are coming. So we get to his place, and he's gone to sleep. So we decide to walk back on the tracks, and we're right behind the uh, canoe museum. So we sat there right at the entrance. There's a little bench in the back of the building, and we drank our beer. Middle of the winter. <laughs> and suddenly we look up, and there's a camera there. <laughs> and I'm going like, oh, my. We're probably on this camera drinking our beer and just making fools of ourselves. But anyway, that's as far as it went. We never ended up in a newspaper or anything. <laughs> But there's when when canoe day in Canada comes, someone's going to write that story, <laughs> <laughs> and you'll get a you'll get a, a random email. That's right, you're going to get a random email. Were, were you so were you the person on the video? <laughs> and when we did see the camera, we did cheers, you know, and then basically we walked away real quick. <laughs> All right, so we were going to put you guys on the spot a little bit, Dave. You had a couple. Uh, we were going to do a little. Uh, curling trivia to really see how serious you guys are about your curling knowledge. Um, so Dave had a couple of questions and then I had one item. So why don't you go first, Dave? So I, I thought we would do this team Canada team seer versus team America. All right. All right. So we'll alternate questions. You guys can, of course can confer and then Chris, Kip and Jack can confer on the questions and let's see who knows more. Can I go and fill up my beer? Sure. empty. <laughs> You should. Yeah, absolutely. Go fill it up. I'm going to call Andy real quick. I <laughs> need a lifeline on the first one. <laughs> I can't believe Andy didn't make this podcast. Yeah, Andy punked out. Yeah. He did. I think I'm going to take advantage of this beer break. All right. It's a beer oh, break on the podcast. Everybody be quiet so I can edit out the silence. <laughs> I'm not going to edit it. Uh, be silent. Just to edit it out. He can edit it anyway. I just think I'm, I hope I kick Andy's butt, uh, in, in hockey tonight. I'm, I'm like 23 points ahead of him. And, uh, let me relook, but, uh, yeah, it's a uh, pace to be at the podcast. Oh, 62 to 41. He's 20 some points behind me. I have two more games. Up on him. Gambling on hockey. Yeah, well, I'm just going over. Oh, Sergachev, nice. I'm uh, hoping I I win this weekend hockey. I, you know, we've got a whole season going on, and that's normally what our podcasts are about. What What are you drinking there? Sam Roberts is a local beer from Kingston. I just discovered it this year because we just moved to uh, Kingston, so it comes from the brewery. It's called. Spearhead? I don't know if you can see it. <laughs> when, how long anyway. ago did you move? Pardon me? When did you move? Uh, we moved uh, at the end of June to Kingston. Oh, okay, so yeah, you've been there for eight, nine months now? Yeah, just about something like that. So the ferry okay. that I took to come into Kingston, whatever it was, three years ago, that closes <laughs> in the winter, right? Uh, yeah, from, well, right now from the U.S. to that uh, island it's wolf island right wolf island um, yeah they are closed because of covid but um, is it usually yeah. open in the winter even um i don't know from the u.s but from ontario uh, from yeah for us because a lot of people live there so they got to get on land to mm. whatever but yeah. um yeah i i'm not sure from the u.s i if it's open or not in the winter it's okay. something i'll have to explore but right now, because COVID, definitely it's closed. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right, Dave. 
All right, we all got our beers? We all got our beers. All right, here we go. First question for Team C or Team Canada. What European country did curling originate in? Oh. I think she's dressed to suit. I think it's, uh, isn't it in Scotland? Is that your final answer? <laughs> well, shit, hang on. I, I brought up some papers here. I, I was prepared no, no. with some trivia, too. <laughs> Oh, no. Edward does want me to cheat. Yeah, don't cheat. <laughs> You're supposed to know this. Scotland. All right, I'll, I'm going to say Scotland. Scotland, final answer. Scotland is correct. Hey, right, one for Sear. We're down one already. Right. <laughs> Team America. Uh -oh. What is a curling stone made out of? Granite. Team America. Oh, Team America. We'll, go with, we'll go with Howard's answer. Granite is correct. Yes. Oh, what kind of granite is there? Oh, so, <laughs> um, it, it, it would be Edinburgh hard granite. Kind. It's a gray color. <laughs> and where does it come from? Which it, island in Scotland? Fogo Island. Oh, no. That's Isle? Canada. Isle. Craig. Yes. That's right. Wow. Elsie Craig. Do we get you a bonus it? point there? There's also uh, a place in Wales that make it. Oh, okay. I didn't know that one. I've been well, to Wales. Team America's already gotten more correct than I thought they would. <laughs> <laughs> Great rocks. Team Canada, what country has won the most world curling championships, men and women combined? What? I want to say Canada. I think so. I'm pretty sure it's Canada. It's got to be Canada. Come on, it has to be us. <laughs> But I'm like, if it's not Canada, it's Sweden, probably. But I mean, but no, but, but if you go way back, it's Scotland oh, won a ton. We it have was, some other people. It was the Canadians <laughs> Scotland way back when. But I think Canada has won. But they the know most. nothing about curling anyway. Um, Canada? Pretty sure, pretty let's sure let's just use most. Canada. Is that your answer? Canada is correct. Yay! Another one for us. Wow. Two for two. <laughs> Team America. What country is the international governing body for curling located? Mm. I know this one. Scotland. A lot of silence. <laughs> if it originated in Scotland, probably Scotland, but I don't know. I'm going to go with Switzerland if, if I, yeah, I mean, but. Oh. Hey, Jack, what do you think? I don't know. I'm thinking Scotland, but I don't know. <laughs> what do you think, Kip? What's your final answer? Kip doesn't have a clue. No idea. Netherlands. <laughs> sure. We're throwing out countries now. All right, we're going. Sorry, I'm making stuff up. Okay. Go with your first guess. Go with your gut. I, I still think uh, Swiss. But, All right, let's yeah. go Switzerland. I know it's wrong. Oh. <laughs> the correct answer is Scotland. Fuck you, Chris. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. You declared Switzerland. You put me in a bad spot. Oh, see, he threw you with the first one. He knew the first one. WCF, the uh, uh, in Switzerland. Can you guys take a picture? Yeah, okay. All right, Team Canada. What is the patch? Ooh, you know what the patch is. I know what the patch is. What is it? Well, it's a venue. <laughs> Where it is located at the cur at the curling event, uh, Briar, and it's where everybody goes in and gets drunk. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
It's the area with the beer garden and the bands. I, saw, I was there last year. Jack, did you see the photo I sent you? I did. That, <laughs> that was at the patch? Yeah. Right. You didn't share it, did you? I didn't yet, but I'm going to after the podcast <laughs> is over. <laughs> I had so much fun at the patch last year. It was my first briar ever. At, at 2011, I went to the briar in uh, <laughs> London, Ontario, and Team Manitoba was at the patch after, and we were there. And the third, John Mead from the from the team that actually ended up winning and went to Worlds and won Worlds, uh, was just dancing on a table without any shirt on in the patch. <laughs> Anybody like, break an arm or anything there? <laughs> no, but then they played the next morning. They won, and then they won the final that night. <laughs> so. Oh. <laughs> Maybe that's a, a ritual that teams should start doing to win the to win the nationals now is to make sure you're in the patch the night before. Can I tell you a, a little? Do, do you have a minute? Or oh, we have we a long time. Time. <laughs> yeah, we got, we've got we got plenty of time. I, the, There's the, no time the, limit on it at all. The picture that I'm referring to, I sent Jack, was me doing the splits on a dance floor. I'm. <laughs> you didn't share that with us. <laughs> Well, what happened is, like, I'm going to be 60 next month, okay? I, I'm not afraid to share my age or anything, but um, we're, my friend and I, and it was the Epping team, and the Epping was out right now, so everybody's partying, we're having a good time, and the band's going crazy, and so we're all on a dance floor, and then that's something silly I did. I had a few uh, beverage, so I decided, well, I dance and I jump, and I did the splits. I'm quite, I guess... Uh, Flexible. Flexible. Oh, and then John Epping is going, oh, my God. He's looking at me and he says, that's my mother's friend. And he's just like, because I'm a good friend with John Epping's mom. And if you don't know John, he is the top curler in Ontario right now. And he's going to be at the next bar. So then everybody stopped. And then Kevin Cooey came and he started dancing with me. And I'm like, okay, uh, this was getting a little bit, I want to leave the curlers having their own time. I don't want to be the center of attention. So I did the splits again for Kevin Cooey and whatever, and I left. <laughs> I got tons of pictures of Kevin Cooey dancing with me and, and me doing the splits. And I, I'm just a little silly. You know, you have a few beverages, you get carried away. That's what happens in the patch. Stays at the patch. That's right. But it will stay in our little group too. Until, no. it, get, until it gets onto a podcast. Until it gets onto a podcast with international. But you know, I, I don't really care anymore because I had a good time. And that's all it, that's all it, it's about, right? Absolutely. Enjoying yourself. You should see Jack do the splits. Oh, yeah, it's <laughs> in a kilt. In a kilt. <laughs> I didn't have my kilt on though. I was wearing glittery stuff because we dress up differently every day to go. <laughs> All, All right, right, back Dave. to trivia. All right. Next question. Team America, you're down three to one right now. Three. All right, here we go. What line must a rock pass to be considered in play? It's the name of hog a line. line, right? Was What'd it the say? hog line? Hog, hog line. That's that what your, I remember. Is that your final answer? No, I, I, I'm just saying. I just threw that out there. Switzerland. I remember something <laughs> oh, about your a answer, hog Chris. Line. <laughs> <laughs> I'm letting other two guys get their uh, two cents in. It's not the foul line. It's the hog line. I, I have no idea. I just remember the hog line. Don't hog me to anything here. I, I, I'm not making any, uh, um, uh, you know. It's not the ward hog line. It's just the hog line. I just remember something about a hog line. All right. We'll go with hog line. Hog line is correct. Yes. yes. Oh, 
it's too you guys far. are doing really good. <laughs> if we would have just gone with Scotland. I'm sorry. It's, you know, I'm trying not to make any, uh, you know, declarations on this podcast. <laughs> Team Canada. Uh-oh. The team's rock closest to the blank wins a point at the end. The closest to the blank. Button. The blank or the button? Fill in the blank. Fill in the blank. I am French, so sometimes I have Why to be a little bit. Why did you give that question to the people who curl every day? <laughs> We're going to go with the button, final answer. The correct answer is pin. Oh. What's the difference Whoa. between the pin and the button? That's more, that's more specific than I thought you were looking for. Oh. There's a door open, Team America. So is, is, well, what's the pin? Is the pin in the middle of the button? The pin is like there's a little hole right in the middle it, of the it's, button. It's a little oh. black dot. And that's where they measure from. It's very, very yeah, tiny. So it's where the fe- it's not where the feather is. It's where the the stem of the feather goes in in the feather bowling. The, the center of the button is. Do you know? Can, can I just tell you a little story behind the pin? Yeah. I've got my level two ice technician um, back years ago, and I've been working on curling ice since 2010. You may not have known that. And you got that question wrong. And <laughs> I didn't think the word pin because I didn't understand the question. It was in English. Oh. So. How convenient. So when when the when the ice maker when the ice maker um, makes the ice at the beginning of the season, the pin is crucial to where it's going to go. So everything is, you know, uh, I mean, it's all measured and everything. But the pin where you put that little black thing, it's crucial. So how big around is the top of the pin? Is it like a pinhead or? The pins, the pins an indent in the ice, yeah. and then the measuring stick basically has a—it's yeah. a pick, an ice pick that you stick into that yeah. hole. Okay. And it's the center of the button, which is that middle ring, and that's what you spin around to measure which rock's closest. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Got that? Got, Got it. it. We're there. Got it. Hey. I get part marks for my hands. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Edward. Team America. For a chance to tie yeah, for the, tie. the curling people of Canada on curling trivia. The best player on a team is called what? Oh. Oh. Interesting. Conceited. <laughs> Come on, Team America. Come on, Kirsten. Make I, your make your I got, all I can think of is skip, but right. I don't know that that's uh, the best player on the team. Isn't that just the um, I think it's the skip too. Up for debate. That's your final answer. <laughs> Giselle's nodding her head. And, well, no, she's saying yes. So. We have to go with what we have to go with whatever's right with his yeah, answer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kip, you're saying right. you're 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 good with skip. Yes, he's acknowledging from. Yep, he <laughs> says skip in the chat. His bar is getting loud, so we're going yes. with skip. Final answer. Skip is correct. Yes. I want to argue that. <laughs> I want to argue that point. She's not a skip, so yeah. No, 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 no. The skip is the one that anal- can analyze. He's like an engineer. Analyze everything and that can call the shots and all this stuff. And, and they know the ice, the temperature, and how their players the can play. Oh, everything. <laughs> but, but it doesn't mean he's the best player. Giselle? 
do you have an, an, another answer that would be better? Yes. The vice. What position do you play? Vice. Basically, your lead sets the game. Your seconds can throw takeouts and draws. Your vice, <laughs> without your vice, who can clean the ice, he's a damn good vice. Edward is damn good vice. The vice has to be able to set everything for the skip to come in and throw his final rock. So it doesn't mean the skip is the best player. The skip is the one that can think. He's the most um, person that really could think the best. Typically, the, the skip the best player. As, Typically, as, the skip is the one that can make – It's not the best that player. Can, that can always make their shots under pressure. Do you oh, want to be the skip? Like the is that what is no, the, yeah. the, one always... with the one with the best nerves is the yeah. one that typically plays skip, skip, and they okay. tend yeah. to be one of the best shooters as well. Okay, you and want the they... best player to shoot at the end, don't you? Yeah, the last stones. You want, key, you want right? the player that you want the player that's not going to give under pressure to shoot at the end. So yeah. your best player might not make as many shots under pressure to win. You need the player that's going to make the shot to win at the end. You want the skip to do the hammer, not the vice, is what you're saying. And then. The argument that she's making, and this is something you'll hear on TV a lot, sometimes that the best shooter on the team that makes these crazy shots is the third. And Which the third is a vice. If you have a really good third, that means your your skip doesn't have to make as hard of shots or as difficult. Wow. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Good. And then <laughs> their game is a bit easier. But, I mean, yeah, conventionally, the skip is the best shooter on the team. If you're going to make a team from scratch, Probably take your best shooter and put them last. Okay. And a vice is called a vice. Is also called a third. And I just learned last two last few oh, yeah. years in in no, New Brunswick where in, Atlanta, been, in the East Coast they call them the mate. The mate. Huh. So that person has three titles because you're the mate to the skipper. Wow. I guess. Interesting, eh? I never knew that till I we was in New Brunswick. Sorry. Sounds like we're tied. Back to your question, Dave. I'm so sorry I interrupted. Yeah, I think we're tied too. I think you're wrong. <laughs> you can think all you want. You're tied with a bunch of drunk Americans right now. Curling trivia. And get right behind you there with my beard. There's a, there's a guy in Southern California who's even with you right now. These are Canadian beers, by the way. You told us that beer was five point something, five point nothing. She I mean, changed while you were getting your beer to a legit Kingston beer. What, what is your beer there, Jack? What, what's um, I'm drinking something called, the, uh, it's a brewery in San Marcos, um, Lost Abbey, and it's called THC for the hop, com the hop concept. It's an IPA. Um, THC means something different. Yeah, it means yeah. something different, but uh, the um, it's a it's a it's a pretty it's it's not too bad. It's like six point. I don't know. Seven I, or I, something. I, I'm definitely going to come and visit your brewery someday. Yeah, you need to come out. There's lots of breweries out here. We will. The only problem is in the summertime, it's busy for us. We live on our sailboat. But it's but better to come here in the winter anyway because it's seventy degrees. Well, you know what? And it's blue sky, as Kip and Dave know from the well, pictures I send them of beer all the time. We'll plan a trip. Yeah. Did you just say you live on a sailboat in the summer? I'm sorry? Did you just say you live on a sailboat in the summer? Yeah. I Well, I we have a sailboat, and um, that's and where we live. live. On it. So why, why live at home when you can live on your sailboat in the water? If we came to your sailboat, could we take it to Rhode Island? Rhode Island? <laughs> yeah, probably could. Yeah, well, actually, we were heading to the East Coast uh, last year, 
And uh, because my husband got a job in Kingston, we um, turned around and basically brought the boat back to Kingston. Which So we're going to be sailing this summer, Lake Ontario and the area. So, yeah, it's beautiful here. Nice. Really. So you, yeah. do you think we should do – so we'll, the, the, we've – We've always thought that Kingston was too far away from Pittsburgh because it's not easy to get to. Um, for our, you know, Peterborough was Peterborough was probably the limits of our willingness to drive back. Right, that was a long, Ottawa. yeah, Ottawa. Ottawa. Yeah, we, we leave on a Friday morning and we go home on a Sunday. Um, so it's yeah, it's a pretty intense three days, two and a half days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so especially over. Oh yeah, well yeah. You, yeah. I mean, the part of the story of your of your trip that you don't know is that a group of us, um, after we left the club and we dropped a few people off at the hotel, we ended up at some bar drinking Irish car bombs. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what what that was about, but um, and you were at Riley's, or you were because we went out afterwards after we left the um, you guys. We also went out. <laughs> but next door, you were at Hot Belly Mama or the Old Stone Brewery. The Hot Belly place sounds familiar, actually. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. They just actually they're closing their right closed. now. Yeah, I think you were at Hot Belly Mama or the Old Stone Brewery, and we were next door. We went out that night, and I wish I knew because we could have just joined you for our last little drink that well, night. Well, those these guys dropped me off at the at the airport in Toronto and I had like three hours to wait for a flight and it was like the most painful three hours of my life. So as great as Saturday of that trip was Sunday was the worst of all our trips. So Peterborough was the best and worst. Well, obviously you get memory. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, fun fact, car bombs after uh, a night of drinking is not a great idea. Not a good idea. Yeah. It was me and the grain. Bad ideas. That's the worst. That's bullshit. So back to trivia. Team Canada is tied with Team America 3-3. Here's your final question, Team Canada. Are you ready? We are ready. Each team is aiming to get its stones closest to the center of the target area. What is the target area called? No. Where is the area where you can score? What do you have to have a rock in to score? No. <laughs> How many of these do you have? <laughs> Not enough, obviously. I think it's the house. Well, yeah, but, but you got to be in the center button of the house. But you have to score. You have to be in the house to score. Well, yeah, you have to at least, you know what? You have to at least touch the house. And you know what? The best way... No, sorry. I'll say that later. No, no, no. Keep going. Okay. When you have the house and you have lots of little rocks around the house that are just biting, right? They're called little biters, right? Oh, that's what that's called, biters. Can, yeah, called biters. biters. That's what they're called. And they are great. Whole band. So, huh? In Canada, we call them flobs. It could be in your favor or they could be not in your favor. Wait, do you know what flobs mean? What? Fucking little outside biters. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It's awesome. They call them. That's and good. It's great because as soon as you touch an independent, of course, it is other rock from the other team, just you know, close to the button, and you are. But they are great. That's how you could. 
wins. I don't even know what. Points. I don't know what the correct answer is, but I I'd give her the point just for the whole flaw. <laughs> uh, like I'm not giving my answer for the, the target area that they're aiming for is called the house. Final answer. Correct. The <laughs> house is correct. <laughs> we want guards right. in front of the house, as Ralph would say. Throw rocks at houses. <laughs> Team America. Don't Final be spinning on the screen in the podcast, Giselle. <laughs> Pardon me? What did you say, John? I thought you spit on the screen during the middle of the podcast there. (laughs) All right. Team America, final question to tie it up. Big question. Is there a tiebreaker question? What's that? Is there an overtime question? There is. Okay, good. What is it called when you have the last shot in a segment of a game? What is the last shot called? It's the hammer. Kip's pointing at you. I gave Sounds that. like the hammer. Sounds like the hammer. Is that your final answer? <laughs> you seem really confident. Chris, is that your final you, you with us on this one, Chris? <laughs> nothing on this one. All right. Sorry. Kip and I say the hammer. Hammer is correct. Yes. Go and get hammered. Four, four. <laughs> All right. Here we go. The overtime question goes to both of you. Uh-oh. Where's your bell? You're both going to get the answer. The closest one wins. How long is the curling sheet at the Ford World Men's Curling Championship from backboard to backboard? In feet. In metric or English? Americans go first. No, you can either of you can answer. 146 to 150. You have to pick one. 146 to 150 feet. Pick one. (laughs) <laughs> I'm going with 150 feet. 148. Let's go in between. I don't know. What do you what backline to backline or backboard to backboard? Yeah, yeah. The sound, your answer sounds pretty close to right. Yeah. I'd say 150 feet, 146. Well, I would say 150, 150 because in 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 uh, big events, the they probably um, make sure that you have a lot of space, right? So I would say 150. That sounds about right. I what think, does Team I America know. say? I think Kip is right in the chat, Chris. I don't know about you, but I say 45 meters. <laughs> I'll go with that. Sure. We're going to go 45 meters. <laughs> what does that translate into feet? Don't know. I don't even know how far that is. <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer. We make ice. We make it in feet. We don't make it in meters. So I have no idea how long curling rink. Yeah, that's funny, eh? We do it in feet. Yeah. <laughs> is that your final answer, Team America? Yes. The correct answer is 150 feet. Nice. Team Canada wins. All right. As they should. But it was a lot closer than I thought it would be. But <laughs> <laughs> is. Yeah, is 45 meters 150 feet? It's, 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 when you're down, <laughs> when you're sitting in that, what do you call those little, two little black things, do you know, that you put your foot in to slide? I feel like 45 meters is 150 What do they call? Like, I feel like they're oh, the same question, question yeah. for you folks. Huh? I, I don't know. I don't remember. Crutch. No, that was the thing I held on to. Those two little black things that you put your foot in to slide. Yeah. One is for the left oh, hand yeah. and one is for the right hand. I'm just asking them if they know the the, the word for that. 
Oh, you know what? 45 meters is 147 feet. Oh. Yeah. So we were so close. Clear win for Team America. Good job, Tip. <laughs> I'm sorry, Team Canada. Yeah. It's called a hack. A hack. Yeah. A hack. That's what we call Chris. <laughs> <laughs> the hack. <laughs> I thought that's what we called. Um, oh, what was her name? I, I, I wish I wish Tim was here. Um, who was the hack? Uh, oh, the actress. Yeah, know. the actress. Shirley. Um, Nancy. Nancy Walker. No, Nancy. Uh, Walker. Nancy Walker is the hack. Walker. That's Jake's. Jake's mom is called Nancy Walker. Oh, her name is. She's not called name. Okay. <laughs> did, did she play on the TV TV show Rhoda? We'll have to ask her. <laughs> I don't think so, though. Okay, because Tim really has issues with her if he did. He was the one who tooted on the ice, <laughs> and he has issues with Nancy Walker. She's a hack. <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen her on the ice, Jeff? Edward? I don't know where else he would, too. <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> the ice. it's not good for the ice. Yeah. Let's just say don't throw after she throws. So, Edward, since you didn't go to the hockey game that night, did you have a good reason, or are you just trying to avoid going with those American guys to the hockey game? Honestly, the only thing I remember about that weekend is I, I threw one of my shots, one end, and then I, have, I think I missed, and then my team came and asked me, it's like, do you know those people behind the glass? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I have no idea who they are. But, and then Jake's like, because they're like banging on the glass. <laughs> like, are you sure you don't know them? <laughs> And he's like, and then, and then I think Tracy or has said that, like, they just cheered when we missed. <laughs> <laughs> but they seem like they're happy about it, not like they're cheering against us. <laughs> and then we're just like, I don't know, it's pretty hilarious. So we just, we thought it was really funny. <laughs> how, how, how old were you then? I forgot about that. Uh, that was, what year was that? 2007, yeah. 2007, I would have been 18. Okay. That's hilarious. Not made to drink either. No, 18, 19. Okay, no. Okay, can I just go back a few steps? How when these guys, Canadian years. That's right. Yeah. When these guys signed up to curl in that event, um, everybody was okay with it. But I don't know if you remember that day, but they were the youngest team there. And there was a little controversy Um somebody didn't want them to curl because they felt, well, after the game, you have to sit down and socialize with the other team and the loser, the winner by the loser's team, a drink, which is typical in curling, but these guys wouldn't be able to participate because they're too young. So there's a little controversy and they did, uh, some people didn't want them to curl. However, it turned out they were loud, which was great, but none of these guys could drink at the time. Megan was the oldest. Yeah. <laughs> but they were all under age. Don't worry about it. We were yeah. drinking, just I, not at the club. I was the mother there. <laughs> I didn't care if he had a drink. I mean, he's pretty responsible, but anyway. Um, it was interesting. Yeah. I don't remember much from that weekend. That was a long time ago. That was. Where are the other members of Team Seer at? Um, my, I still talk to Jake all the time. We've been best friends. Well, Jake and I went to school together all our lives. So I've been pretty much best friends with Jake since we were in grade two. 
Um, and we've curled together from grade seven all the way to university. Like for our, our first time curling on a team together was when we were in grade six. And so that would have been what, 1997. And then we won nationals together in 2013. Wow. So we curled wow. together for a long time. That's awesome. Um, and then, so he, he still works in Waterloo right now. He's working with a business development with a, a company in artificial intelligence, and machine learning. We both, he's, yeah. He's married, has two children. He's, do, he's children. doing great. Yeah. I haven't actually talked too much yeah. to Tracy and Megan uh, since I went to university and left Peterborough. Tracy's up West in Alberta. Um, I, I talked to a lot of, I curled with Tracy's sister. So I know Tracy's sister, Rob, is in uh, yeah. Calgary. I went to visit my sister in Alberta and Calgary, and I went to have a few beers with Rob one night to catch up with him. Um, so he's out in Alberta. So Tracy's in Alberta, and Megan is still in Peterborough, lovely girl. And uh, I've been, finally, since this story, um, I've, I've always been in touch with her mother, and because I'm close to her mother, but um, Tracy and I just connected on Facebook, and now I follow her, and uh, I, it's just that, you know, since this story, I cannot believe the amount of people I reconnected with. Unbelievable. I don't know if you guys have um, Facebook, but if you do and go on my page, I wrote the other night a big thank you note, and I tried not to forget anybody and all the groups of people that supported me along the way. Um, I used to be in the airline. I was a flight attendant years ago in the States and Connecticut, and um, I reconnected with these people like from 40 years ago. I reconnected with incredible amount. I was working the government for many years, conservation officers, game wardens. I reconnected with 300 some odd retired conservation <laughs> officers. Did they all vote? <laughs> I, I don't think so, but she, I wish they did. She's recently discovered Facebook like everyone else did <laughs> 15 years ago. <laughs> and she's telling me about all these cool things you do on Facebook. <laughs> well, I'm joining so many groups and then suddenly I had to put in a few notes and then Finally, I threw that story and I got votes. And then I worked my butt off for the last month. My poor husband, I haven't really connected with him for the last <laughs> month because I've been so preoccupied on my computer. And yeah, yeah, that. <laughs> and I feel sorry. I owe him big time. But, um, but he's so supportive and he understands. And, but meanwhile, I wanted number one, it's not going to happen. It still um, could happen. Yeah, we still have a couple hours. Us. It doesn't <laughs> stop us from going to the briar. But the story is more important. And the people I reconnected with, to me in my heart, is more important than anything else. So I hope that one day I'll get to meet you folks again and see you again in person. Um, We're always I, about I a trip. We're always about a trip. We're yeah. always willing to go out of the way to, you know, <laughs> visit with people so yeah. absolutely I, I live right on the ottawa river and in the winter they skate on the canal here or skate on the river you play like a a makeup hockey game match here and i live 20 minutes from where the ottawa senators play oh okay we did a trip there we you came did. up to ottawa and we brought our skates to skate on the canal but it was too warm yeah <laughs> It was just after the festival. They had all the, uh, you know, the ice sculptures out in front of the um, parliament building. Yeah. I'm glad you got to see that. Um, I, I like your idea of you folks going to Newfoundland next year. 
I think Newfoundland, you'll have a blast. Yes. You guys will probably may outbeat the Peterborough day. You need to look up what a kitchen party is. No, I'm seriously. You have to. Yeah, what the was kitchen that? A, party. A kitchen party? The kitchen party. Oh, yeah. yeah it's, a very, it's an East Coast thing. You have to look it up. All right. Kitchen yeah. party, making a note. You have to connect with the Newfoundlanders and they play music. They're amazing. They're welcoming. Um, you'll, you'll enjoy it so mm-hmm. much. It's the better part. Of I want to go too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Well, it I was, think it's a good idea. Well, it was awesome catching up with you guys and thank you so much for reaching out and letting us do this again. Cause like I said, we've talked about this trip for years and years and years and years, 14 years since it happened. Uh, Kip's sick of hearing it because he didn't get to go on it. Um, but um, but on our van ride for every trip, we always end up talking about past trips, and this is always such a highlight. So um, this has been just great for all of us to and 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 I'm emailing the league, and they're just you know the guys are just all ecstatic about the especially the guys that were on it, but even the ones that weren't that the idea that a trip that we did this many years ago is actually topical and being talked about and like dave said that you guys even remembered us because we just think we're such idiots and by the way we were a little bit dangerous because like eight years before we came to peterborough dave was like one leg over the fence at the white house so we've been in almost close to trouble um, on on our trips so uh, what's that well i want to hear this can you quickly one leg over the white house what's that oh we did a you know we we did a night in washington dc where we left the bars at three o'clock and grabbed a taxi and had him take us around to the various monuments in DC, including the white house. And Dave decided it was time to climb the fence. Um, it's a pretty great moment. Um, Guess what? They, they frown on that kind of activity. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. No, that that's so cool. So I will send you the link to the podcast and you can go back and we actually have, um, a, a, a podcast about all our trips and where we talked about our best and, our, our worst trips and our best trips. And obviously this one ranks up. And so if you ever want to listen to some stupid guys talking about all their stupid weekends, it's, uh, no, 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 it's pretty funny. Stupid. Oh no, no, it's, it's stupid, no, but it's, but, but we've been doing it. We've, we've done 28 of these things. Right. And, um, and this year obviously is a challenge for us, but, um, um, and I, I asked about the broken arm in London because Kip got to go to the hospital with one of our guys who broke his arm in London. Um, so, We've got all sorts of great stories from these various places we've gone to. I've so. to the podcast. Okay. <laughs> so. Wow. This, this has been amazing. And I was so touched when you uh, asked um, if we want to join a podcast. I said, what's a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> so those are pretty new. Those aren't as old as Facebook. So you're oh, much I'm more not, current I'm now. Not, <laughs> I'm so not a computer person. And I worked on a computer all my life. But, you know, my work stuff is different What this media thing is but I um I was so happy and I was gonna do it from home and Edward called me the other day and asked me to come here for the weekend and I thought great because COVID now is open doors for us and we can get together so I thought well can I do a podcast at your place (laughs) he says well it's it's really they're really really away from the city and they're in boonies so the internet isn't the best but but it turned out really well and I was glad that he was here because (laughs) I I think Americans would have won (laughs) (laughs) I think so too I know (laughs) this was surprisingly good at this (laughs) <laughs> and I'm, I'm behind curling all the way. And I hope you guys really would try curling someday. 
just get on the ice. And yeah. my story says that some of you said you'd like to try it, and I think I added that. Well, no, that's true. I'll send you a link to a video that Dave did as part of a TV show he was involved with in Pittsburgh um, about curling, um, and it's pretty funny. Um, no, Dave, no, you're saying that. I remember when we were in um, at the hockey game, remember to chat with you, and I think I remember you saying that you're involved with some TV things. What I was. And what, what was it again? Because it, it vaguely came back to my mind. I, yeah. I worked for a TV station in Pittsburgh. Okay. It's the one where Mr. Rogers worked at. He did a show from. I don't know if you guys have Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't, but. Yeah. So I worked there for 15 years and we had our own show and we went around and did things and we went to the Pittsburgh curling club and did a story at the Pittsburgh curling club. So a lot of the MHL guys went to that night and are in the video. Okay. Oh, neat. So you're not involved with that anymore? No, I, I work for a bank now. Oh! <laughs> Actually, that's how I met Dave. My wife worked at the TV station with Dave, and that's how I met Dave. Oh, isn't that cool? And Tim. So and Tim. A couple yeah. people got into the league through, through that. Yep. So you folks have known each other for how long? So our hockey, our fantasy hockey league is 30 years old this year. Wow. So, and how did you all connect? So I connected with Dave uh, via my wife, and they worked together. Um, Chris worked with a friend of mine who worked at the township I worked in outside of Pittsburgh. Kip and Kip knew Dave because of family uh, relationships, mm-hmm. um, and yeah. So there was it's it's kind of it was a it was a weird combination of where people where Dave worked and then people where I worked, and we all sort of came mm-hmm. together. Um, and the, the great part about our league is that we're 30 years into it. There were eight guys that started it and six of them are still in it. Um, we've only lost two of our original eight guys. Um, and it's, it's because we do stuff. We do fun stuff. We do trips, we do podcasts, we do. Like you you obviously really connect. But yeah, it's, but it's been one of those sort of blessings. I think of our lives that this group of guys that, you know, just, they all get, we all get along so well together. Um, it's just a great thing. You'd make a really, really good curling team. You, <laughs> and you're, you have that glue. Yeah. Oh, I Jack, man, you Jack have, would be our skip. No, I want to be the vice. The vice is more important than the skip. <laughs> so you, the vice is not more important or uh, we wouldn't have got the point. <laughs> so so when, when you cannot show up for in a game and, and one person can't make it one night and there's only three of you, what do you call the person that comes in and helps out? The double. Nope. <sighs> a good question. I'm making it trivia. The uh, fill-in. Starts with an S. The shithead. (laughs) (laughs) Sucker. No, I'm just kidding. Slacker? Sucker. Sucker. The sucker? The spare. The spare. The spare. Yeah, the spare. The person that you call, you're looking for a spare on the list, yeah. Yeah. So, no, I think you guys would make a good curling team. Seriously, (laughs) think about it. California, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't think so. There's not <laughs> too much ice in Southern California. California. Yeah, there's not too much ice in Southern California. So listen, guys, I, I don't want to, I, I talk a lot. I'm French and uh, that's what I do. Um, <laughs> but shush. <laughs> You're related to me. So I just thought that um, we haven't had dinner yet. 
In our time, it's 920. Yep. You, all my your time times. Too. Yeah, I'm not. I'm the only one that's not 920. Yeah, all of our times. What? What? I'm 620. You're all 920. Oh, yeah. You're, you're, you're like 720. I'm Vancouver time. And what, what are you guys in Pittsburgh? Same time as us? Same time. Yep. Same time. Oh, okay. Okay. Have you eaten yet? Yeah, yeah I, I ate. I ate hours ago. Um, this has been my dinner so far. So I <laughs> ate the salad. Yeah, we we ate at dinner time. <laughs> I'm not really hungry anymore, to be honest. But it's been a blast, yeah. and I I'm just so so happy that you've done this. Um, I'm touched. We'll definitely keep in touch. Absolutely. And, uh, so happy that you wrote the wrote the article. Yeah, thank you for doing that. Would have been yeah. better if you finished first. <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys improve over time. My my, um, my good friend. I got a good friend from BC, and she sent me a note, and she read the story, and I I I don't know if you can see my Facebook. I don't know if you folks can get onto my Facebook, but I wrote a note two nights ago or a night ago anyway, and I thank everybody who. Um, supported my story and she says Giselle this is a much better story than your story and mm -hmm. it, it had they build together right and what she really meant and I was in my bed last night one o'clock in the morning replying to her and I'm I'm just like so emotional and I'm just going yes it is but it's it's all goes together and it, it's the fact that um, what started this it couldn't happen without you folks in first place. So you have to meet the right people in your life to be able to connect and to do fun stuff. And because you guys were who you were and I am who I am and team Sear is, well, they were just curling. Um, I think this is why some people can really connect and I can understand how your hockey uh, group is so strong and, I feel that um, whatever I can do to help, and, and it worked out really well, made this story, and um, that's how we are. So Mia, last night, when she sent me that message, um, yeah, my reply was really, really strong and powerful, but um, it's all from the heart, and you guys were uh, the reason behind it. Well, thank you very thank much. You. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.